being away from them and they can't travel at the moment. Yes, absolutely. And so um, just being, like I said, just having the opportunity to be a force for them um, is awesome. Um, I, you know, I, actually, I guess it all played out from the time that I left. Uh, I, w- I was actually down in uh, down in Atlanta uh, with uh, with with my, one of my best friends, Alisa Scott, who uh, was the coach for, um, the, the, you know, the, the Houston Rockets assistant coach and, you know, uh, won that championship four years in a row. So um, I was down there with her. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was there for like five months. And uh, working and stuff. And, you know, she's running a security company down there. And I was like, hey, listen, I want to just kind of get away out of my area, you know. And uh, so I went. And then all of a sudden, a job came up here for, you know, coaching high school boys and, uh, and, and teaching. So I teach public speaking as well over in Newark. And, but now I'm, 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 I'm actually homeschooling, of course. And so, uh, you know, that popped up and, you know, I was like, okay, well, I, I go home and, you know, just be around my parents for a little bit. And uh, so thank God, you know, um, all of that happened so that I would be in a position to even entertain being here during this time. Because I know what the things that I've been doing and enduring just going into the groceries stores and stuff like that. My parents wouldn't be equipped to do that. Plus, people are very unkind you know, uh, at this time. And so, uh, you know, I couldn't, you know, I wouldn't be able to deal with, uh, you know, my mom had had an incident when she went to the store one time before somebody just being real disrespectful. Like, how do you do that to elderly people? So I was like, you know, thank God I'll go to the store, you know, so you guys don't have to encounter, you know, somebody trying to knock you over to get some toilet paper. Yeah. I know this is where we are. This is America right now. Right. Well, um, so everyone's okay now, health-wise? Yeah, health-wise, everybody is good. And, you know, uh, just been spending a healthy, just been spending a lot of time working on myself and doing things that I wouldn't have been able to do because I would have been at work from nine to five, you know, um, in a school. But now that I'm not, you know, I get the opportunity to hone, you know, some crafts of mine that I've been wanting to do for the past, uh, you know, year or so. Um, let me get back to that. So um, you're uh, coaching high school, you said, and teaching in high school? Yes. I just want to make sure that, okay. Yeah, Barringer. Do you mind telling me? Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, okay, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, Barringer High School in, in, in Newark. Uh, it's, it's Barringer Arts High School. How do you spell that? Uh, B-A-R-R-I-N-G-E-R. Arts okay. High School. It. Yes. So I teach public speaking, and I coach a, I'm a top assistant for the varsity boys basketball. That's excellent. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> One of my best friends is actually from that area, Bayonne, New Jersey. Really? She's a professional in college right now. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, see, a lot of people... Uh, uh, know about Bayonne or know someone from Bayonne or has encountered something in this area. You know, we got some nice little famous peninsula here right off of New York. Uh, the only reason why it's not New York is because of the bay. And then, you know, like there's all sides to it, actually. I'm sitting here 
looking out at the water. I'm getting ready to um, um, walk, and I do I do hills and hills and push-ups. And so there's this trail that's back here by the park. Now I'm on the Newark side right now, where I can see that whole channel and planes flying in. And then downtown where I live is right across from Staten Island. So we got like a three and a half mile peninsula. Um, uh, it's real, real nice area, very diverse, which is, uh, which has been uh, a plus for me, growing up and and traveling, you know, throughout the country, and also playing ball overseas, uh, you right. know, just to learn how to, how to communicate and how to function with other people from other con- cultures that do things differently than you do. Exactly. You you mentioned a little bit about that in your book, but one one thing before we go back to that. So you said you've been honing some skills during uh, your your quarantine. So what what have you been working on? Just you know. Well, actually, I've always wanted to do a do a podcast, and so uh, you know now that you know video is so strong, I've been able to incorporate that, and uh, it's uh, it's called Run That Back. And basically, um, the whole idea and the whole concept has just come from being the, the, the type of player that I was and also, you know, uh, some of the things that I've encountered as a player. And I wanted to podcast to be about those things that people weren't talking about, those players that weren't getting the big up that they deserve to get, you know, to, to, to get and bring exposure from a player's standpoint as opposed to a fan standpoint or as opposed to somebody who's, you know, a reporter looking at it from the outside. I want to give an inside look at, at into what goes on in the minds of a, of players that are current and especially former players who are out there, what they're doing, where they are now, what, you know, what's going on with them, how can people get in contact with, with them and, and, and ways that we can big up each other and, 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 and help each other be successful on the other side of basketball. Excellent. Has it started yet or are you still working on getting yeah, it off the ground? I, I do. I, I actually, I'm, I, I'm the one who's, uh, you know, doing everything from producing to uh, cut, edit, editing the video after I get finished with it. Actually, I chose to use blue jeans as opposed to Zoom for various reasons. And, um, you know, so um, it's it's up. I have it, you know, on my Facebook page, which, you know, you can find me, Adrian Goodson. Um, I have two pages, Adrian Goodson, which doesn't have a space in it. That's your, that's my that's my page with with specifically basketball and then uh adrian goodson that you know that just that has a space in between that's my that's my personal page where my family is my friends and everybody is so um uh i have it go up there i have it also on uh on youtube as well uh run that back uh sunday brunch i do with uh penny toller and and tamika tamika and tamika so uh, we, uh, you know, we're just doing a really, a, a really good thing right now. And so it's building itself. Uh, I put blurps on Instagram um, start and, you know, I got to, you know, with IGTV, you only get 15 minute clips. So, uh, you know, I got to put 15 minutes of it and then refer them to all of my other networks. So right now I'm just doing I'm connecting all of my net my networks together, you know, linking, linking Instagram, face, you know, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. 
So I'm working on that aspect. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's time consuming. So I've had time to do that. And so I'm really glad with that. Cool. I will definitely look that up today when we're done because I, you know, we're we're kind of of the older set because, you know, I've been covering the league for for a long time. So it's really important for younger players to know the stories of people who paved the way uh, for them. Um, and people who are linking back to that so they know their history. And there's so many young players who don't know what went on before them, so I'm really glad you're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, because people need to know who we are, and um, we're we're a bridge to a gap, and they have no understanding why the, what their struggles are. You know, we're just, you know, having healthy conversations about that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Penny was making a statement about that and how, you know, the need there is for former players to be in the league, you know, as mentors and wor- and working in those front offices. And, you know, the WNBA getting to a point where it's it, 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 it stands on its own two feet so that in, during times like these, you know, we can get we can we can reach back and get jobs, you know, from the WNBA instead of having to go over and use uh, utilize the the. Not, not to, not to get me wrong or anything like that, because those programs are the programs that have driven me, the play, the, the from the, uh, the, the players association on the men's side, um, just running through their programs and doing things like that have, you know, have allowed me to hone my skills in, in leadership and coaching. Um, but it would be nice to be able to go and fall back on the WNBA and go through these programs and get jobs, you know, from from them instead of always having to knock on the NBA's door, you know, and make them uh, welcome us into into their setting. And so um, we got we still have a long way to go. I would love to, uh, you know, I, I continue to, to, to grow the game of basketball, women's basketball, men's basketball, just a game of basketball, period. I love it. It, you know, I don't have a have a have a love for men or women's basketball. I am basketball, so uh, I, I try not to divide myself like that. Like people have a tendency to try to make us do, but um, you know, just being able to grow the game is, is is really important for me. So most of my platforms have to do with you know shouting out former players and giving a face to those players that uh, that these younger these younger kids need to know. They have no idea. Right. So the, the other person on the podcast is Tamika Dixon? Yes. Okay, also from New Jersey. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. So um, getting back to the book for for a, a little bit, um, just kind of ask you a few questions about it. Mm-hmm. So what was your overall impetus, your motivation for um, putting this out? ebook or is, is it in print as well yeah, together it's in print, what but did you hope to accomplish with it yes yes with the whole book you know the whole idea was actually you just never know who you're mentoring when you're going through life and so I had a young a young fella his name is Vid Vid Bugs Jr. who uh played noon ball with me over there at Old Dominion University and you know I ended up mentoring him for 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 quite a few years 20 20 years or so and uh you know, he, he becomes a publisher. And so every now and again, he would joke around, go, Goody, you got to let me write your book. You got to let me write your book, you know. And I never really had time to actually sit down. And this isn't actually my greatest work. This was just a short story, and which is why I prefer it in a Kindle version. And, um, you know, you can you can drop it, you know, on your on your phone, you know, iTunes and 
um, you know, Amazon, you could drop it, you know, and I, I actually converted it to just being in a Kindle form because it is a short read. Um, the reason why I was inspired to do the book, I, for the last two, two three years, I had been going through um, different programs uh, through the NBA and uh, the, the Players Association, the Leadership Program, the Top 100 Coaches Program, the NBA Associations Program. And I found myself um, still on the outside of of working within the league and knowing these programs, these transition programs, these crossover programs that they have, you know, I just really didn't want to see anybody else become um, not so much a victim, but just get lost in the sauce. Um, And uh, so I decided that I wanted to put my take out there as far as, you know, where I came from, what my walk is. It's also a motivational book you know, for people just to just for them to understand that, you know, it's tough being a woman. It's definitely tough, as you can see nowadays and being being black, period. And let's not even talk about being a black man. So, you know, there's just those struggles that we have to overcome and it, they, they're not going away. You guys, it's it's learning how to navigate through all of that and understanding that you do have power. You are a child of God. You know, he created life with words And, you know, I am every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God and knowing that kind of power, um, you know, you can do anything as long as you keep them by your side and your and your nucleus and your and your mentor of people that you have around you can remind you of who you are and what it is that you want to become in life. And so I talk about my mother. I talk about the struggles of watching her having to raise me. My father left before I even came out of the womb. And how that defined me, how that affected me as a person um, to watch her struggle and put me through life and talking about the man who uh, married her and, and, and decided to take care of someone else's child, which is really hard to do. Kudos to those men who marry women with children. That's not easy to do. Um, and so I talked about that. I talked about, um, you know, my uncle, who was the inspiration, my uncle Skip, who was the inspiration and, uh, you know, teaching me how to play basketball, meeting me out there. He worked the graveyard shift, but before he laid his he laid his head down to go to sleep, he would meet me out there on the basketball courts on 20th Street in Bayonne. Um, the courts are no longer there, uh, that, which is another story and how we're destroying, um, destroying things that, you know, help build children, you know, our parks, you know, talking about those and mentioning stuff like that all the way to going through old dominion overseas and, and, you know, just overcoming obstacles, going to another country, not speaking the language, teaching myself how to speak a language. We are so powerful as human beings. We can do anything. And so in the, in that book, um, it's just really motivation, how to stick with it, no matter what, you know, sometimes you're born, you're born into this world and, and, and things are stacked up against you, but God, will put those people in your life who will help you navigate and who will help you get to the place that he he wants you to get and ultimately reach the goals that you want to. But you got to follow the breadcrumbs and you got to stay focused. Okay. Um, With all that being said, what was uh, maybe your biggest challenge in getting to Old Dominion and playing at a storied program and while you were there, what do you feel was your uh, biggest accomplishment? Not necessarily even on the court. Yeah, I mean, Old Dominion is a, 
is a whole saga within itself. You know, it it started. And it's funny because I was laughing and talking with someone yesterday because they were talking. We were actually talking about being on being punished. And I was saying, you know, I said, you know what? My greatest punishment was when my mother decided that she was going to punish me, punish me on the day that Old Dominion was playing Tennessee. And I'm 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 12 years old. And this is in this is in 79. I think it was 80. And I'm 12. I'm, I'm 12 years old and I'm, I'm watching this game. And first of all, I didn't believe my mother when she said, go in there and watch that women's basketball game. Well, I said, Mom, they don't play women's basketball on TV. All my mentors were men. So I go in there. I'm watching, oh, single-handedly destroy Old Dominion. And they had uh, Nancy Lieberman, Ingness, and, and Angie Cotman on that team at the time. And and uh, and, and Donovan. And Old Dominion right. ended up winning this game. And it was such an exciting thing for me. I was like, oh, my God, this is great. I was so inspired by that. I went in the kitchen. I said to my mom, I said, Mom, I'm going to Old Dominion University. She said, yeah, right, Adrian. As a matter of fact, go outside. Go outside because you're getting on my nerves now. Go outside. I was like, okay. End of story. Five years later, here I am suiting up at Old Dominion winning a national championship. The power of words is what I tell people and I tell children all of the time. You know, what you speak, you, you shall become. And Old Dominion was just, you know, I encountered Mary Ann Stanley, who, uh, you know, you know her story right now, national championship with the Mystics, just took the job with the Indiana Fever. These are my mentors, uh, uh, Wendy, Larry, and, and, the, and the destruction that she did over there at Old Dominion winning 17 CAA champions. Um, just being around those types of people to instill in me how to, become a great a great basketball player but not so much a great basketball but player but how to become a great woman and be a respectable woman um these are women uh that have overcome obstacles in their lives that used uh what happened to them to help us become greater greater women and so um i could go on and on about my story with old dominion winning the national championship in 85 with some with some powerful with a powerful cast of seniors and Tracy Claxton and, and, and Medina Dixon. Um, but what I would say my greatest testimony for Old Dominion was getting my was getting my was getting my degree and getting my diploma and getting that piece of paper which which you know which is important for the African American community. And so um, you know uh, I, I went through a lot of channels and accomplished a lot of things as a player player of the year. I can go on and on with the accolades on the court, but nothing can separate me from that diploma. Right. That's great. Um, you know, it, the program kind of took a downturn for a little bit, but now it's back on the up and up with, uh, you know, recent coaches, people that were your peers on the court, first Nikki McCray and now Delisha Milton-Jones. What are your thoughts on, on their uh tenure at the program and what it means to have a, a black female be the head coach of your alma mater. Oh, absolutely. Kudos to them. You know, Nikki, um, you know, it was tough for her to take that program to another level because of where it was when she when she when she took it. It wasn't it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't in good hands, you know, prior to her. And so um, she had a lot of obstacles and 
to see her come in and, you know, make a difference and, and, you know, and change the culture, which is basically what she was doing when she was there. It wasn't so much about her coaching. It was about getting those kids to understand the importance of, you know, of dedication and commitment and hard work. And when you have to do those types of things, it takes away from you being able to really build upon their skills because you're working on their you're working on their on their life skills more so than you were working on their basketball skills. And so, you know, she left the program and I, I wish her all of the luck over there in Mississippi. You know, um, Delisha has taken over the program. Um, and, uh, you know, I wish her all of the luck. I know uh, she's going to be somebody who uh, is really going to instill a lot of hard work in that program. Uh, I had to guard her when I played against the Sparks. I know how she is as a person. I know how she is as a player. Don't misinterpret uh, um, her wanting to work hard for not being a nice, nice person. She, 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 she's going to require that you work hard when you come over at that school, just like old, just like Marianne Stanley required, just like Wendy Larry required. I hope that she gets a, a, a group of kids in there who understands that, whose parents understand that, and are willing to work hard and 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 deal with the challenges that they're going to have to face to bring that program back to it to where it needs to be. And I think that 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 they can do it. But it's going to take, you know, it's going to take a lot of hard work, especially from the administration. Great. Um, and then transitioning from, from college onto the pro level, I mean, you played in the, the ABL, you played overseas in Brazil, and then you got into the WBA, and you touched a little bit on player relations and some of the differences between the ABL and the WBA. Um, do you think any monumental progress has been made since then, especially now with the new collective bargaining agreement and you were involved in the first one. Yeah, I can definitely say that, that there have been strides that have been made. You know, our our biggest thing when I was there was, you know, making sure that the vets were going to be taken care of. They were definitely underpaid. So we got that up to like 60. We got that up to 60K that year, which was big for back then, you know, 2002. Um you know, now that they, you know, they're going to take care of, uh, you know, they're taking care of maternity, you know, they've, they've, you know, raised the salaries across the board. You know, there's definitely some things that they've touched upon. You know, do we have strides to make? Yes, we do. We still have it. I would love to one one day and I would love to lo- love to live to see that moment um, here soon. Uh, where you know the league uh, really makes strides towards coming becoming independent, really uh, starts to work on television um, and their contracts that we have as far as getting getting the exposure that we need. There's enough TV. There's enough TV. There's enough TV sh- streaming. You know, work on getting the sponsorships that we need and cre- create more exposure for other players. Uh, we need to know we need that we need to know beyond Sue Bird and Diane Taurasi, you know, not to knock on them. I love them, but but they need to know more about other players and what that has to offer and incorporating the former players and um, and, 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 and sitting at the table with us. And, and figuring out ways that we can grow this league. People need to see our faces. We've lost the history in the face of the history of, of the league. And so that needs to be out there. And now during this time, during COVID, um, is a great time to really, really work on uh, the sponsorships and getting our, get, getting faces out there so that people can understand the product because it's going to be delayed. And so while we're in this delay, let's be, pro, let's be productive and be proactive in those areas that need growth immediately. Do you think um, 
as someone who was successful in the league's early days and looking back that there is enough communication between veterans and current outside of the players who played and who are coaches on the front office end of the now that there's enough communication between the veterans and the current uh, crop of front office or people running the WBA so that kind of gap it narrows. No, absolutely not. We have to narrow that gap and we have to narrow it ASAP and um and that's the that's, you know, so much of the reason for my 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 podcast, my video podcast, which you can, you know, definitely catch on Facebook. I'm going, you know, um, YouTube is is starting to get a following. Run that back is starting to get a following, to you know, and we discuss those very topics. And we're not over there bashing uh, the WNBA. I can never bash where I come from, but to put but but to put uh, put put bring exposure to the things that we definitely need to work on. Absolutely. There needs to be immediate intervention in that area where former players and uh, the Players Association um, have dialogue so that we really can help and, and get these player programs off of the ground because we need player programs immediately so that during times like this, the first and second and third uh, the, the third round draft picks don't have to worry about getting cut because there's a situation like COVID. If we had some program player programs in place, those players could have still uh, could still be on the payroll, you know, while they uh, participate in internships and different things like that um, to get us through these times. But they're non-existent right now, so we just need to definitely sit down and um, and um, uh, disagree to agree what about something like you know the NBA has with the G League you know this developmental program because so many teams cut every single one of their rookies and these poor kids have to sit home they got one paycheck and one month of health care and now they have to figure out what their next step is not to say you know that they shouldn't have had a backup plan but you're talking about you know 22 year olds who never would have imagined that this could have happened what are your thoughts on that and um how do you feel about you know the, the current situation and not being able to develop players whether or not we're in a year of quarantine well i mean that's a difficult situation all across the board nobody was planning covid and the wnba uh does not want to be in the position that they're in i could tell you that right now they're 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 not happy with with what they had to do. The general managers aren't happy with what they had to do. The owners aren't happy with what they had to do. So what has to happen right now is there has to be a plan B in place by all of the teams where they're guiding these kids through this time period, you know? And what can we create right now? Because it's not that they're saying to them, no, you can't play in this league. What they're saying is no right now. And what can we do to fill that space with these kids with the no, not right now? And there's a, a company right now, and we made mention to it. So I hope that you would go to, go on Facebook and watch my last, last episode of Run That Back. I actually We actually taped something, um, and I haven't put it up because the one I wanted to give this other one, it's due justice, but I'm going to put it up. Um, and we were talking about Famer. And Famer is an app where it's actually employing players and it's allowing them to do to, and their trainers to upload video footage on training 
And so it's it's and they're sharing the revenue. And so this is blowing up right now. But see, this is what's happening on the play, on the men's side. And it needs to happen on the women's side immediately. Now, I'm not talking about those players that are are are, you know, those top tier players that that made the roster. I'm talking about the ones that they cut and also offer it to former players. What's the name of the program again? It's called Famer. F-A-M-E-R. Okay. Oh, Seymour. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned it. I mentioned it in my um, in my podcast as well, where they okay. uh, w- what they're doing, and that, and I, and now this week I like see them like really put, posting it up on 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 LinkedIn right now, and so it's fantastic what they're doing. And if the NBPA can immediately come up with something like that. There's so many other companies out here that can immediately do that. And we have immediate impact. We can go right. to a sponsor because we have a viable, viable product that, that, that's, that's in its 24th year that we can present to a company and say, hey, let's partner. Let's get together where we do these things so that we can employ our players. And no, it's just not going to be something that's going to just be for this period of time, but it'll extend and now that now that person has something, uh, uh, something that they have for after basketball, which is where we're right. all running into our problems. Well, if they can spend all that time, the kids making TikTok videos, they'll certainly want to do this. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How can we turn this into, uh, you know, uh, a money making thing for, you know, uh, players that uh, are on the outside of this whole thing now because of COVID? And how how we can how we can help uh, also employ uh, former players because I'm going to always stand on the side of that because I, I still um, I, I still need to see some movement in that area. There hasn't been any, and it needs to be some. And that's a lot of the reason why our program hasn't our our league hasn't had the growth that it, it that it could have if we still had those faces of players. Uh, you know, I love going to the men's NBA all-star because they bring back all of their all of their all-stars former players who you know were all-stars bring them back and there's a whole movement that takes place during that time and so if we don't do those things and we don't get creative like that um it's it's going to be hard for us to have that growth because i say to i say on the men's side all of the time i said you guys have to realize and recognize that we have our masters we have our bachelor's degrees we don't leave school so we're 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 qualified, more than qualified, to come back and work in these offices. Well, talking about that and being prepared, what would you, if you were speaking to a group of these young players right now, the rookies uh, who didn't make the squad and the ones who did, what advice would you give them on being successful in a pro career? Oh yeah, definitely. It's hard work, you know my. My biggest thing was, you know, consistency. You know, if you can manage to, to, to make that a part of your characteristic, you know, you, you, you can go far and you have to work hard. You know, you're going to have your ups and downs, like just especially speaking to the kids that, you know, find themselves on the other side. Now you're not going to be playing. Continue to work out. Continue to hone your craft. All right. You, it's, it's not that you, you, you're not good enough because that wasn't the case. It's not that you, 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 you couldn't have made the team. That wasn't the case. It happened to be a natural 
I guess we could say a natural disaster. I don't even know what you would consider this. We have a virus going around. And so that was the reason. So stay in shape. Continue continue to, to work out. Because if you stay ready, then you don't have to get ready. And if and, and, and if and when, and, and there's no if, and when this all blows over, you know, you have no idea when it's going to happen. Overseas might open up. You go over there and you play. You know, you still continue to have your 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 dreams, your hopes and your desires, because next year is another year. You never know what may happen. It opens up and now you're playing. So you're in the books with the with the team. You've already been drafted. They own you. So all you got to do is just be ready. So stay focused, work on your craft, work on something, you know, uh, on your on the future you right now, you know, and it's always going to be commitment and desire. I missed a lot of birthday parties, births, parties, uh, you know, anniversaries, uh, just so many different things uh, that had to do with my family. Sacrifice was a big thing. But for the greater good, you know, it was was it worth it? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, I want to wrap up. I don't want to keep it too much longer. Um, two more things. We mentioned earlier about the stuff that's going on in the nation, you know, um, and there have been a lot of players who've been speaking out, a lot of coaches. Don Staley doesn't hold her tongue, um, you Absolutely. know, with her thoughts on what's going on. How how do you feel about the role of uh, players as activists and speaking out uh, against injustice? Oh, man, I think that we wear the greatest crown when it comes to that because we're familiar faces already out there in public. And, you know, I... People ask me all of the time, well, how is it that it's so easy for you to get these kids to adapt to what it is that you're saying? I'm like, my, my reputation precedes me. I'm a former WNBA player, so I have their attention already. So I can I can do I can do things. I can do wonderful things through that. And, you know, we can we're an advocate for change all day long. And when different things like this happens, you know, the majority of the players that are in the league are African-American. And so with that being said, you know, you can utilize and use our faces faces all at 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 all all times when there's situations like this. And am I uh, am I pro black? Am I black lives matter? No, no one should have died like that in the middle of the street. We are not barbarians. We are not barbaric. We are not back in the days where they stoned people or they publicly lynched. At some point in time, we have to graduate from that. You know, we used to be the greatest example for people around the world. What are we now? To be ashamed right. to, to call myself an American. Like, how did we get to I, that? It's deep, huh? <laughs> yes. So, um, with that being said, you know, this kind of gave us a taste of, you know, of your thoughts, the, the Kindle book. Do you have any plans to maybe expand this into a full-blown biography? Yeah, eventually at some point in time, you know, I want to make sure that I do it when um, I'm, I'm totally free and I have that I have the, the time to do it because it's definitely time consuming and I want to make that space for it. So, um, yeah, eventually, eventually that will um, that will happen. So with that being said, um, 
I'm definitely, um, you know, looking, looking, looking forward to, uh, you know, something like that eventually, um, uh, in the, in the future, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I really enjoyed, uh, writing the one that I'm writing now, um, and, uh, just my memoirs and, and, and keeping a journal at all times. So when I do decide to put it all together, um, and I also want to know what angle I want to come out because every chapter that's in my, my Kindle read, every single chapter that's in that Kindle read is, uh, is a book within itself. You know, the American Basketball League can write about that for days. That was a fantastic league, you know? Um, you know, the WNBA, fantastic league. That's a book within itself. You know, talking about my childhood, overcoming obstacles, you know, and, and if it wasn't for the pal, I don't know who I would be. So, you know, right. the, you know, overseas. So there's a there's a lot of different um, facets to that book. So I really want to make sure that when I do decide to come out with another one, that I know exactly which direction I'm going to take. So this one here is just a blurb of, you know, a, a piece of every portion of my life. And each one has its own book. Yeah, um, well, that's about it. But I had, but is there anything else you want to say? Let people out there know about you, what you've been doing, or what your plans are, anything you want to say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just my handles and where you can catch and follow me, you know, on Insta, Insta, Insta at a goody 15 and that's A-G-O-O-D-Y-15, A-Goody. That's on Insta. On YouTube, it's just Adrian Goodson, and then on Twitter, it's a goody 15 underscore WNBA, you know, and then on Facebook, it's just my name, Adrian Goodson, you know, come and follow me. Um, I'm actually getting ready to finish my walk. I do hills and I got a segment that I do on Instagram. It's called hills and pushups. So I'm going to finish up with that. And, you know, my goal is 10,000 steps. That's tough when you're not using uh, an elliptical or a treadmill. Let, let's get that understood. Um, to do 10,000. Yeah, it is. It really is. But that's my goal to do it every single day. You know, that's like literally committing to walking four miles, you know, 4.5, something like that miles a day, you know, so that's not easy to do. So my goal is I I got the closest I got was like 9,500. And I was like, whoa, No, you can't. You got to like, you know, count them little steps that you take to um to the bathroom. Keep you better keep that phone on you. Just a little tip. Yeah. Well, at, at night, if you don't make it, just uh, run in place or walk in place for a little bit. You'll get it. <laughs> OK, yeah, right. I'm good. You know, but see, I, I, I also do my my old 1998 version of uh, Billy Blanks Tybo. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Good, good one. Girl, that's what started me back working out. Oh, really? Tybo? Girl, I, I had I, I still haven't graduated to getting that kicked waist tie, though, because that, that right there, that Billy, he'll get up in you. Yeah, wow. You know, and that oh, it's the old one. It's the old school workouts, girl. You know that. You know, like them old Jack LaLanne calisthenics. It's those, yeah. the ones that keep you strong. But I, you know, I'm sitting in this car sweating, you know, like I'm in a sauna, which is good. But, um, you know, I'm already up to like 
my like three thousand. So I'm gonna finish up with my 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 heels. I don't know if I'm gonna do push-ups because I didn't bring my gloves and I don't like, you know, touching on stuff. So I might yeah. just go ahead and keep keep it moving and walk, finish up my walk, do what I do, and um, okay. you know, um, listen, I'm gonna shoot you the app so you could get you could get in um, if you okay. want to. We got like a little a couple of people in there um, that are that are doing it, um, and um, just you know. We could do the walk across America through the app, shoot. Excellent. Well, sh- send it to me, and I'll definitely look into it and get on it. And uh, thank you so much um, for calling again. Um, it's going to take me a little while to transcribe this, uh, but I hope to have it up uh, early in the week. And I'll, I'll shoot you guys an email to let you know when everything goes up, because I'm also doing a summer reading list as well. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to send you all of my... Um all of my handles and you send me all of yours you know what I'm saying because I want to get some more followers and subscribers and stuff especially on Insta and uh and uh and YouTube okay will do alright alright you, you take care and good luck with your walk oh yeah definitely I'm ready to get after I gotta get up out of this car girl okay <laughs> alright bye 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 thank you bye